everyone. Happy Christmas Eve and welcome to today's Daily Hope. I'm Mark Freestead. The story of how St. Nicholas became the modern Santa Claus is a fascinating one and it involves a lot of twists and turns through several countries in Europe and the Protestant Reformation and the European migration to the American colonies and the growth and development of New York City. And we are not going to talk about any of that in today's Daily Hope. Instead, on this Christmas Eve, I want to focus us on the historical figure of St. Nicholas, who was a real person, who lived in a real place in time, whose uh, life, because of his Christian faith, left a lasting impact on people. Now, set aside for a moment that in the Protestant, evangelical, non-denominational movement, we do not generally revere saints. But back in Nicholas's day, the Catholic Church and faith was the only Christian game around, and they did revere saints. It was the way they commemorated faithful Christians' lives. Uh, much as we might name a building after somebody or a scholarship endowment in their name, something like that, or in the case of St. Nicholas, evolve his being into a character that's at the center of our Christmas celebrations, whatever it takes. But if so, who was this St. Nicholas? Why does his real life matter to us, apart from the legend that grew out of his personage? St. Nicholas uh, might only matter when it comes to Christmas, but the real St. Nicholas should matter and be known to us on any day of the year. Here's some things we know about Nicholas, the historical figure. He grew up wealthy. He lived in the country now known as Turkey. He lived in the third century. Some accounts say that he was present at the Council of Nicaea, which was an important church council that debated the nature of Jesus Christ. That may or may not be true. But the point is, the church didn't commemorate everyone and didn't commemorate people for doing nothing. There were lots of faithful Christians whose names and life stories have now been lost to us. But in the case of Nicholas, what stood out then and now is his generosity. He was orphaned as a young boy, and he had an inheritance he could have lived off of, but he was motivated by his faith in Jesus and Jesus' own example to give away what he owned to the needy, the sick, and the suffering. Now that's noble in today's day and age, but back then in an age before public hospitals, before public uh, assistance and free education and nonprofit foundations who helped out needy people, uh, on and on, what Nicholas did was truly revolutionary. Now, there's a legend about him, and whether it's completely true in every detail or just an illustration, it speaks to what he was known for. The legend goes like this. A man had three daughters, and he was poor. He had no money for a dowry. The dowry was the package of money or goods that came with a young woman when you agreed to marry her. Without a dowry, there was no chance, really, of a young woman getting married. So Nicholas is said to have provided the money for each girl's dowry. And this is where the story probably gets embellished. It was in the form of gold coins tossed through the window, which landed in stockings or shoes that were set out by the fireplace to dry overnight. But the overall point remains. Nicholas, who could have lived a life of comfort, gave up what he had to serve others. He was looking out for their welfare. In Philippians chapter 2, it says that Jesus Christ, who of course was in his very nature God, didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped or coveted or hoarded or to be used to his own advantage. Instead, from heaven, he emptied himself and became human. And that, of course, is the Christmas story in a nutshell. Jesus lowered himself and humbled himself even to the point of death on a cross. 
Nicholas also emptied himself. He didn't die to redeem humanity. Only one person did that. That was Jesus. But insofar as we let go of the advantages we have to empty ourselves for others, we are following the example of Christ. You know how often during the Christmas season do you hear people say things like, I wish the Christmas spirit could be kept alive all year long. And yet, Nicholas didn't live generously because it was Christmas once a year. Instead, Christmas became associated with St. Nicholas because he lived generously every day. So, may we also live generously every day. And may the rest of the world, when they look at our lives, see a little bit of St. Nicholas in each one of us. Merry Christmas. We hope to see you for services today on our campus at either noon, 1.33 or 4.30 p.m. Or if you're watching this on the evening of the 24th or even later, I'm wishing for you and for myself not just a Merry Christmas, but a meaning-filled one. And here's to the hope of something new in me and in you in the new year.